Hey you, don't urinate on your f***ing clothing. Hello Probers, you have stumbled aboard the starship But It Was Aliens, the extraterrestrial comedy podcast where we keep humanity safe by probing whether a particular occurrence really was a case of alien visitation or whether those involved were dirty lying bitches. I'm your lead prober on today's file and my name is Kevin the Grey. I'm here with my co-prober today who steps in when I just can't probe anymore, Granville Moonwalker. Are you keeping safe today, Moonwalker? Bow show! <laughs> yeah, always. Good. Always keep protection with you though, yo. Always. Have you ever had a dream about an alien? Quite possibly, although none spring to mind, as you say. Ever seen? Definitely never been probed. Maybe you haven't remembered it yet. Also a good point. Would you... Have you ever dreamt about aliens? And in what context? Have So... I rarely remember my dreams. The only dream I can really remember. Is there a reason for that? <laughs> Touché. Touché. Have you ever seen an alien? Didn't you think you saw one earlier on today, like, jokes aside? <laughs> yeah, there was a weird light, like, outside the sky. Aliens. We're officially ufologists or ufologists depending on your pronunciation of that shitty word maybe they're watching us maybe those bastards getting too close they're trying to stop us <laughs> from getting the word out there right so on to today's investigation i've gone back more than a century today because i loves me the olden times the, the year we are looking at is 1896 and we're in the month of november just before dark colonel hg shaw was a Civil War veteran and a journalist of sorts. Research undertaken by a fellow named John Callahan, a Lodi resident, has indicated that Shaw was actually something of a war hero. The man was trustworthy with nerves of steel and the balls of a lion and the heart of a goat. I think that's pronounced Colonel. Shit, what did I say? <laughs> Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> Another statement. Poo Colonel. Do you realise that goats have big hearts? Everyone loves goats. Goats have goats big hearts. That's else. why I had the heart of a goat. Except baby goat. Baby goat don't like you. <laughs> You're pulling the face of baby goat as you say that. I love baby goat. Right. So, Sorry, go on. Could he not have been messed up by the war? He's trustworthy. Did you not hear that? Trustworthy. He's a war veteran. I ask again. <laughs> Could he not have been messed up by the war? Look. <laughs> You don't question vets. It's not what you do. You do. Not. <laughs> I'd question this one. Oh, just Simpl you wait. Simply because uh got nervous steel. Balls of a lion. And the heart of a goat. I want to know where he got that heart of a goat from. From being a freaking hard bastard. <laughs> so Shaw was crossing the countryside in a buggy carted by a horse with his friend, who one report named as Camille Spooner. The chaps were heading for a citrus fair and were near Lodi, California. Shaw had been tasked with putting together an exhibition for the fair. As Shaw and Spooner travelled, suddenly the horse stopped and snorted in terror as it froze in sight. I was wondering what a Snort in terror sounded like. Perfect description. Now I know what you're on about. <laughs> the gentlemen were confused, but in getting out of the buggy, Shaw came across what appeared to be an actual, landed, motionless, cigar-shaped spacecraft floating just off the ground. 
The craft featured a featureless metallic surface with a rudder and pointed ends. The craft was approximately 150 feet in length with a 25 foot diameter, but a stable vehicle, even if it was a craft, wouldn't make a horse stop in fear as it passed. Right? As Shaw and Spoon looked around, they saw what had startled the horse. Okay, um, so before I ask what startled the horse, <laughs> this guy is trustworthy. Right? Yes, absolutely. 100% trustworthy. 110% trustworthy. So he told you that the ship was landed and it was also floating off the ground. He didn't tell me personally. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how stories sometimes get changed a little bit over time? Yeah. That's clearly what's happened here. So I just want to let you know <laughs> that it's landed. Well, it's not floating around in the sky. It's but it's hovering off the ground. Hovering stably. If I was hovering... It's stable, damn it. <laughs> Look, I've got a lot invested in this. Stop picking holes. Okay. What startled this little bitch of a horse? What do you think startled it? The fact that he can wrap its head around the fact that this had apparently landed, <laughs> but was hovering. He heard the colonel and was like... <laughs> the horse was just like I'm not having that This is some bullshit <laughs> The horse has got a really deep voice He's like Hey yo That ain't no alien ship This is some bullshit <laughs> that noise I'ma go over here <laughs> And nay Nay <laughs> You ever seen the size of a horse's dick? <laughs> <laughs> Someone had to bring it up Hey yo, <laughs> check out my package, yo. Is that why this horse has a deep voice? <laughs> this horse is a male horse. Hey yo, <laughs> oh yeah, you got some place to go. Right. So, what startled the horse? That's what I asked you. Three seven-foot-tall, skinny aliens approached Shaw's buggy. The beings wore no clothing and had no hair on their heads, but were covered in some type of natural growth. Not hair, not feathers, but soft as silk to the touch. A fuzz, if you will. So he touched the aliens. We'll get to that. They had small, almost delicate looking hands at the end of their long, thin arms. On their fingers, there were no fingernails. They had large eyes, which made their already small ears and mouths look even smaller. Shaw reported that their feet were overly long, comparable to that of a monkey. Both witnesses claimed that the beings had a strange beauty to them, and whilst not human, they were human-like. So that's tall, fuzzy, slender creatures. Scared the crap out of the horse. So did they touch <laughs> the creatures? You're shooting ahead a tiny, tiny bit, but I can see why. Yeah, you said there is a line <laughs> which simply says, soft as silk. To the touch. That's what they looked like. You can look at silk and think, ooh, I like me that silk. I could use that on my back as a saddle. So their skin looked like silk. It, and it looked like it was as soft <laughs> as silk to the touch. It did at this point in the story. <laughs> so they're bald. Yes, but fuzzy everywhere else. Fuzzy. Fuzzy. Bald. Fuzz. Fuzzy. Yep. <laughs> well, they're seven foot tall, so that's why I said not fuzzy little aliens. Nope. 
tall, bald, and fuzzy. So they're naked. No hair. <laughs> Covered in fuzz, yo. Covered in fuzz. Are these uh, naturists? They're but, just really mm, tall. If they're advanced alien civilizations, then I do feel you have an argument to be made there that they'd probably they be wearing no, some sort of at least protective clothing, if nothing else. And they also have no need for traditional clothing like we do. Well, if you're that advanced, surely you'd take advantage of your technology and have like a protective layer on at least. Would you need it? Well, they've just... These little monkey bastards. <laughs> they've just come to Earth. So, they also claim that they were beautiful. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that beautiful fuzzy bastard. So, we, uh, we trust this colonel. He's trustworthy. We trust this colonel. <laughs> colonel sure is uh, trustworthy, is he? Colonel Colonel. <laughs> He's trustworthy. Ah. Uh... I don't think he is. I think he... Did he have his way with these aliens? But then they're seven foot tall. Like, mm. they, would have that their, size, they would have their way with him. They've got to be strong, haven't they, being well, seven foot tall? Not necessarily. They're fuzzy. Seven foot tall Slender. and fuzzy. That sounds like Bigfoot. Think skinny. about it. Yeah, skinny Bigfoot. Good point. Big feet. Monkey looking. Did he see... <laughs> 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 Three big feet. That hadn't even occurred to me. Possibly. That might be it. Well, Sasquatch. So what, free what, Sasquatch. What noise would Sasquatch make? Um, I need to hear it. Exactly. Right, so the beings carried with them a bag connected to a hose, which they occasionally put to their mouth and sure heard a breathing sound as they did. Are they chewies? <laughs> and, you know... You've got a theory going on here, haven't you? I have. I feel it coming together. So they were injured, and they now have Darth Vader-like breathing apparatus. Hmm... See, my first thought was that they needed the apparatus to breathe our air. That was my second thought, but <laughs> Chewie's and Vader came first. The beings also carried egg-shaped lamps. The visitors at first examined the buggy. At this point, I should add that I'm unsure if by buggy they mean horse carriage or not, as every source I read called it a buggy. So for all I know, these two guys could have been dragged on a little, like, little go-kart by a <laughs> horse. Hey, yo, you better keep up. Um, did you mention how long after the war this was? I did not. So did he have a war buggy? Is that like a war chariot? It could have been a war chariot. And... So this was 1897, wasn't it? So, American Civil War. So, yeah, it wasn't that long after. So did they happen to calm the horse down at this point? To have time to examine the war chariot, as you would? Well, if it was going bonkers, I reckon they probably stopped. And what was uh, Colonel doing at this time? Sure. <laughs> I mean, I would probably be cacking it. Well, sure, ain't that kind of guy. That's true. He's uh, trustworthy. He's a war vet. Bulls of steel. Exactly. So, breathing equipment. Mm-hmm. Clearly ahead of their time. The aliens. Yeah. 
mean, they're I'd imagine Darth Vader mask. they're probably quite within their time to travel well, to this their planet. Time. <laughs> but ahead of our time, um, with their Darth yeah. Vader-like equipment, were there lamps? Lamps? Well, this is not dark. That's a very good point. Unless their well, eyes are adjusted differently. Mm. So essentially, daylight for us is a because depending on how they see, it could be a form of nighttime. Maybe they see via heat. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. <laughs> there it goes. Ooh. Oh, these are predator-like motherfuckers, aren't they? So they're big. Big seven-foot predator. Yeah. Fuzzy. Sun. Yep. Please tell me these are predators. Please tell me these are predators. So the three beings were communicating with each other through some type of chant. Three predators. Shaw and Spooner could hear no spoken words. The visitors, having seen enough of the war chariot, then moved towards Shaw and grabbed him, forcing him towards the craft. Only Shaw was not a pussy. It turned out that Shaw was stronger than the very skinny aliens, and after a struggle, the visitors realised that their mass was far inferior to that of a human. The fuzzy visitors ran back to their ship and climbed aboard. By climbed, what I mean is that they sprung up into the air above the craft and then floated back down into the craft for an unseen entry point. Shaw was uncertain as to whether this overly high jump of float was due to an unseen entry energy or due to the fuzz creatures possibly being lighter than air the ship glowed as it slowly lifted into the air and then sped out of sight hell yeah yo so these definitely aren't predators (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i set you up a little Uh, bit there (laughs) you really did (laughs) they're giant space pussies i was hooked ah predators would have beat the shit out of him well these guys thought they were gonna beat the shit out of him a predator wouldn't have grabbed him first, though. Maybe this is the predator's first go. Are these, like, baby predators? Or, like, like the, the very, very... Before they started modifying themselves and whatnot, the very first hunt. Kev. That film didn't count. <laughs> we do not talk about that film. <laughs> but even so, the first hunt, before they'd started going to the gym and getting buffed because they realised that humans were a little bit stronger than they thought. And they were little pussies. No, I don't believe it's predators. That's bullshit. Do you believe um, in predators? <laughs> it's a movie, you know. Kev. Yes. It's not a movie. <laughs> it's life. It's real. Except the one that Arnie killed. Arnie wouldn't be a predator. That's bullshit. Anyway, back to this. Yeah, so, so the chat communication. Chant communication. Sorry, chant communication. That's it. Um, That's definitely not predator-like. Yep. Um, Maybe they were religious men slash women. Attempted abduction. Predators wouldn't abduct them. (laughs) (laughs) You've pretty much ruled out that they're predators on the fact that they got their asses handed to them. You don't need to hammer it home. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. They didn't have dreadlocks. (laughs) Oh, that's a good point. Oh, yeah, they were bald. These definitely weren't predators. <laughs> bald with fuzz. Predators don't have fuzz. Ever seen a predator naked? Yep. There's no fuzz. Have you seen a predator's dick? <laughs> this is where, like, my jaw dislocates and like predator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a predator. <laughs> Shit. Just start typing on my arm. Asserting the room. Assessing the room for weapons. Like a 30 second countdown. Kaboom. (laughs) 
I'm going to watch Predator later. So these things could launch into the air. Yeah, really easily. Like, they literally, woo! And then float lot, down. And then, yeah, absolutely. So, so it's, Space Jam. It's like you said, it could be a type of energy system outside where they jump yeah. and then it lowers them in slowly. Mm-hmm. Or they are literally that light and have perfected the jump up to know where the hatch is at the top of the ship. And they're like, boing. Yeah. So Smash Brothers, Princess Peach, where she gets hit in the air and then uses our umbrella to Mary Poppins her ass down Mm -hmm. to the ground. Yep. Do you reckon they've done that just without the umbrella? Like that's what it looks like. Maybe they had something that operates the same way as the umbrella but just wasn't visible to the double hard bastards yeah well this sure with uh balls of steel and uh 100% trustworthy sure mm-hmm. okay uh yeah can you continue please i'm intrigued i would like to know more of these non-predators so at this point do you think that sure was the double hard no bastard? they're not they're no no they're not predators <laughs> We've already established that. And uh, I don't think Shaw was hard. I think these were pussies. These were little bitches. And uh, that's it. So Shaw was certain that the beings were extraterrestrial sent to kidnap an earthling for unknown but likely nefarious purposes. The trend of the times was to assume anything suspicious was likely Martian. And that was Shaw's view. The story got out and was published in the November 19th, 1986 edition of the Stockton, Californian Daily Mail. The conflicting report says that the story was published on the November 25th in the Stockton Evening Mail. But regardless, it got out. I have a question. Go ahead. When did this take place? 1896. <laughs> when was the story published? 1896. When was the story published? November the 19th, 1818. 18, <laughs> what did you I've, say? I've absolutely <laughs> ruined myself with a typo. <laughs> 1886. I also said 1887 earlier by accident, and it definitely was 1886. <laughs> I've got my facts straight. There's no pressure. I'm good. Yeah. And he's still trustworthy. Are he you is. sure that, that wasn't that, a typo? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm third hand relaying this story. <laughs> so he was certain that they were extraterrestrials. Yeah. So he thought they were Martians, which is kind of what everyone thought aliens were at the time. The fact that their ship was landed but yet hovering and it flew off didn't give him a clue originally that they were extraterrestrials. Yeah, and to be fair, this fool doesn't realize that Martians are actually reptilian and insectoid because these seven-foot things were not draconians, were they? Quite true. They were not. MDF, yo. Are you still sure that this guy is uh, trustworthy? Well, he's he's right in that they're aliens, because they're clearly aliens. They're seven-foot space jam, bald, fuzzy things, but he just doesn't know where they're from, because he's got to go with the knowledge of the times. That's true. Yeah, give him that. Um, So, oh, go on. How, like, he can't be sure that they wanted him for nefarious purposes well they tried to forcibly take him until realizing that he was a double tough bastard and they weren't that's pretty nefarious why would you try and shove someone in your vehicle they didn't say it was his vehicle well they said that it said that he they tried to force him to their craft oh so they've basically tried yeah, to shove him yeah, in their so boot <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing that to someone you're driving past yeah that's, that's <laughs> something nefarious exactly like, i've got no question on that part <laughs> yeah okay i'll take that back i'll trust him there trustworthy war vet 
He's a grizzled young vet. He's a grizzled young vet. He's seen so many things that he'd rather regret. Took an arrow to the knee. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> so, on November the 21st of the same year... Is this 1986 or 1886? Definitely the 1800s, y'all. So, Just checking. So I'd have been one at this time. <laughs> in the 1800s you wouldn't no so just to triple confirm november the 21st 1886 a strange light was again seen in the sky over sacramento california california knows how to party this light was also seen over Folsom, san francisco modesto california california knows how to party and several other Californian cities, witnessed by hundreds of people. In fact, there have been other sightings in the area from the 1890s up until the 1960s. Well, I say the 1960s, but do you remember reading in the news around October 2017 that an unusual interstellar object was passing through our solar system? The first object seen in our solar system, known to have originated from outside the solar system. It was cigar-shaped. Don't I you don't remember. remember. <laughs> but I remember several stories of meteorites or comets apparently heading towards Earth and then... There's been a few quite recently. Hitting. Yeah. But this one was very big in the news, like I say. But then they definitely know it's a comet. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to connect some dots on your ass. <laughs> there ain't no dots on my ass. I've seen the dimples. <laughs> Spotless. It's because I've connected them already. <laughs> so I'm aware I've jumped forward pretty significantly here, but that was the last we heard of Shaw. The visitors didn't try to mess with him again. He was a hard bastard. Why would they? <laughs> So this object in 2017 was at first believed to be a comet or asteroid, and yeah, some people still do hold that view, but Oumuamua, its official nickname, meaning messenger who reaches out from the distant past, is 10 times longer than it is wide, and suddenly begun accelerating in speed without any scientific explanation. How is that possible? Sorry, what? Oumuamua was going at one speed, it's the thing they detected in October 2017 in the atmosphere or in the solar system. Oh, so that's what they called it? Yeah, they called it Oumuamua. You never said that before. Hence why I was so confused No, by I it. did. I said this object in 2017. You never said it was called Oumuamua. Oumuamua, its official nickname. I said that. <laughs> I truly did. <laughs> <laughs> so did it's travelling. Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> it was travelling at one speed, then suddenly, without any gravitational pull or anything, it just sped up. Cigar-shaped. Didn't come from the solar system. That's all we know. How is that possible? Alien spycraft? Interesting theory, son. Interesting theory. Keep and watch. I have a concept picture of Oumuamua, if you'd like to slowly check this thing out. Obviously they couldn't put the actual detail of the surface on the image, but you can see the shape. Take a look at this. I'm about to scroll down, and I swear to God, if this is a penis, <laughs> I'm going to get up and slap you. Oh, I wish I'd done that. To be fair, looking at the shape of it. It looks like a blunt. 
<laughs> it's kind of rod-like, isn't it? It is. You, like how we don't have anything like that in the solar system or in space, in fact, because it things really get turned like, like smaller and rounder, don't they? But that thing, literally like a torpedo, has been flying through space. Came, did a little flyby of Earth, got faster, pissed off. Big in the news in October 2017, like I say, and people just didn't know what the hell it was or how the hell it did what it did. So now you have a rough idea of what this thing looked like. Penis. <laughs> Thoughts? I don't know. So do they know what direction it sped off into? Could there have been... Yes, it was tracked for a little while as it headed out of the solar system again. So basically it... it... I'm thinking uh, maybe a stronger gravitational pull From of some where? kind. From a Why isn't that pull pulling us? That's exactly what came <laughs> to my head afterwards. It was like, but we've not... Nothing's happened to us, right. so... Prepare yourself, because I'm about to get a bit scientific on you. going to get science in my ass. <laughs> I'm going to science <laughs> your ass. <laughs> a scientific paper from the Harvard Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics has put forward an explanation as to what this thing was. Now remember that Harvard Smithsonian are literally the boffs of the space world. Boffins. They're like they're like NASA, only less full of shit. F you, moon landings. <laughs> the paper put forward that Oumuamua is a solar sail. A solar sail is an object that propels across space through harnessing solar energy. And this is something that we on Earth have not only developed ourselves, but are considering using to send probes to distant worlds. This could explain why Oumuamua suddenly sped up. It's an alien craft. Oh, so what they're saying is aliens thought of this first and did it, and that is literally one of their satellites. Just aliens did it. <laughs> just going around. Or the That's... fact that it's something natural that is out in space, and they're like, oh, that looks like a good idea. Let's copy it. That's basically what science is, isn't it, really? Mm. But yeah, that's, like I say, it's not the only theory. Some people did think other things, but that's the theory that came out of the Smithsonian. So what are the other things that people thought? Right, let's get on to it. So, Oumuamua also had a low thermal emission and a deviation from its expected Keplerian orbit without a cometary tail. This thing did not follow the path it should have. Other papers argued that this was Tosh and suggested <laughs> that Oumuamua's spectral data looked like a comet. But this was counted <laughs> with the suggestion that Oumuamua should be covered in interstellar dust and so its actual spectral signature would be completely obscured. I'm talking a lot of science at you right now, so I'm going to simplify things here. This shit, this cigar-shaped space sub, is an alien craft <laughs> sent to watch us. It came by Earth briefly, checked us out, and then sped the f**k up and pissed off again at 196,000 miles per hour. If I was an alien checking out Earth's progress over the past few hundred years, that is exactly what I'd do. So that is exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially you could have skipped the science and just gone, you're right. Yeah, but I've, I've got to tickle your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Consider them well tickled. <laughs> so if you were sending a craft to another world and you saw a civilization like ours what would you do if i was a lot well they must be smarter than us to have come up with this and have it done and checking up well i would put my feet up 
get some popcorn, space popcorn, and uh, broadcast this bullshit to the rest of the galaxies to watch for fun. You'd basically Truman show another civilization. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you look at some of the stuff that we do as humans in general, you'd if you were a civilized colony of like different species of mm-hmm. aliens out in space and someone said, Oh, why don't we let the humans join and be part of us and we'll be one big galactic like, happy family union yeah something like that you would literally look at the humans and think are you f-ing sure we are an awful species we just have so many wars mm-hmm. so so many wars yeah there's even there's gonna be one of two things happening if we join one we would either fuck everything or we would fuck up everything <laughs> we'd create the imperial forces <laughs> it, I, I don't blame them yeah, me neither. They're literally, what shit are they doing? Have they got any better? Are they any closer to joining us? Yeah, absolutely. No, right, off we go. Yeah. We just aren't at a point where we can be trusted. If there's a red button in front of us, we have to press it. So right now, we are not Colonel Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't trustworthy. <laughs> Precisely. We might be double hard bastards, but we're not trustworthy. Like <laughs> Colonel Shaw. <laughs> Colonel Colonel. <laughs> right. It's time to weigh up where we are at. Aliens use cigar-shaped ships. Hundreds of these things have been sighted, but at times were confused with airships. And at times were airships, like <laughs> blimps. But ultimately, they were aliens. The aliens tried to kidnap Colonel Colonel Shaw but they probably came from quite a low-mass planet, and so were very light themselves. They couldn't get ashore to their ship, so they legged it. They almost flew back into their craft. <laughs> floating down. This alien civilization, though, has continued to watch us to this day, and who knows if they have actually managed to kidnap a human. Or maybe they've taken less aggressive species instead, like cows. This is where I'm leaving it. What are your thoughts? They definitely took the cows. Um, Colonel Shaw, don't think he's trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Although the is it moi, moi, Ou moi, moi, the Ou moi, moi, I can get on board with that being an alien craft just on the basis of it speeding off, changing direction without any gravitational pull, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're literally just watching. It's certainly peculiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, however, believe that Colonel Shaw was a double hard bastard. He'll have you. Experienced any of this stuff that he's saying. I mean, war can mess you up. (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe he took too many hits to the head. But then nothing was said after it, was it? Like, that's the last we heard from him. Yeah, yeah. Crazy story, then... There was no... Onto a normal life. Didn't try to make money out of it or anything. Just had a really strange experience with Space Jam aliens. Did he just meet (laughs) Sasquatch? Then you're saying that Sasquatch is real. Uh, We could side pro Bigfoot. I mean, they are real. They could have... So my original thought was they could have jumped up and then left. And then I remembered that the ship kind of flew off. And I was like, Sasquatch is in a ship? (laughs) (laughs) Chewies came to Earth. I mean, that makes sense to me. Star Wars. 
Mm. I'm back to Vader. I'm back to Vader. <laughs> and remember, this was 1896. And the Wookiees. <laughs> this was a long time before actual Star Wars. This is where this is where he got Star Wars. This is where George Lucas got the idea for Star Wars from. I don't know how he heard about this. Do but... you reckon this is where George Lucas got the idea for Star Wars from? Without doubt. <laughs> Clear. Um, the continued sightings. Yes. I reckon they have got someone at some point. There's been loads of abduction cases. And a lot that we're going to cover. And a lot that we aren't going to cover. Because the people have disappeared and we have no idea where they are. My current thoughts, unless you can give me any more information you need is a few more dots connected colonel shaw he's talking out of his ass <laughs> yeah okay. and we are being watched <laughs> so that's a no yes yeah i'm not sure we have a classification for that it depends so you're, on you're not saying it was aliens and but it was aliens <laughs> <laughs> Shaw's story is bullshit Mm-hmm. But it was aliens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Final answer, yeah? It depends. So which part are you asking me? It's all one story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bastard. Oh, I've got you. <laughs> you want to believe? I do believe, but not in sure. Are you sure? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a colonel. <laughs> colonel. <laughs> All right. Um, the fact that you're forcing me to make up my mind on the fact of this whole story, not just a fragment, mm-hmm. it's not aliens. I'd just like to remind you that in the last episode, you forced me when I was clearly on the fence and didn't want to decide either way. I... This is what we do. I'm just saying the fact that you won't let me half this story. <laughs> Pick one side for one half and one for the other. So it's a yes. I'm happy to drop my balls in a basket. <laughs> You're just not letting me allow... You're not allowing me to pick two baskets. <laughs> How badly do I want you to say, but it was aliens, <laughs> is what this comes down to. So you're saying no to sure. I'm saying no to sure. Because we could probe the hell out of other Oumuamua and similar objects. And then if I change my mind then, I change my mind. Well, you're clearly a yes on that front already. I feel like I don't have to do much work there. <laughs> but right now, it's but, a no. But you're saying, you're saying that you're not saying that it was aliens. <laughs> I'm not saying it was aliens. Yeah, I'm not saying that it was aliens either, on two counts, really. Firstly, Shaw was somewhat of a journalist, remember? You forgot that bit, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I, I was thinking of the trustworthy... Trustworthy war, war vet slash journalist. <laughs> so I think <laughs> maybe he stuck this story mind. out there just to put the feelers out and see if there was any life to it. Is he the one that put the story out in the paper? He didn't publish it, but obviously he had to have spoken to a journalist. And he has friends in, obviously. Potentially, because, yeah, he was a journalist-like character. So, yeah, that made me immediately suspicious. So, yeah, I just don't buy that. And also, whenever someone tells a story like, Oh, I was a hard bastard. I kicked the crap out of them. You know, there were... People who really kick the crap out of people... Don't say Don't shit. tend to say it, because they get comeuppance. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not entirely sure of sure. 
In terms of Umuamua, I don't know what the hell created the changes in speed, but I don't buy into the fact that it should have been covered with interplanetary dust because it was moving through space and potentially that could have blown off or not been covered to begin They're with. They're going to have their yeah. uh, space wipers on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and also it looks like a big turd <laughs> you turd all the better to disguise themselves yeah like, i'm not saying no forever i'm just saying at this point i didn't see the evidence to convince me i thought the other scientific arguments were quite compelling so yeah that's where i'm at the arguments compelled you <laughs> the um, arguments compelled you yeah so i'm not saying that it was aliens for now <laughs> any other thoughts no, actually. Right. I mean, wasn't Predator. Quite disappointing. <laughs> yeah, one day. Although I'm not sure I want to be visited by Predator one day. <laughs> be a good way to go. I'll get him with my wand. <laughs> Do Predators wear pants? Why wouldn't they? Mm, can't, can't answer that. That's the topic of a future episode. <laughs> Do predators wear panties? panties. <laughs> right. Well, that's the show for today, boys and girls. Another incident that wasn't aliens, unfortunately. Thank you, as always, for listening, and we hope that you're enjoying what we do. I have to say, we've taken a little bit of heat from the more hardcore UFO scene out there lately. They threatened to mutilate my cows. My cows! I don't even have any cows. All we are trying to do is keep humanity safe by determining if we need to prepare for alien attack. Or maybe whether we need to have some peaceful interactions with these fuzzy bastards. I think your cows are making a bit of ruckus outside, mate. I don't have any cows. Who put them there? I think you will go check on your cows. <laughs> Are you trying to get me to go outside so the predators get me? Go check on your cows. Nah. I've seen horror films. I know how this ends. <laughs> so let us know your thoughts. What would you do if aliens showed up at your local? How much have I drunk? Enough to be seeing aliens at your local. What was their demeanour? I mean, did they just walk in, go to the bar and get a pint? A predator walked in and he had a bit of a wedgie. <laughs> I'd say, you've been near Kevin is one, didn't you? <laughs> uh... I wouldn't try to fight a predator. Hmm. What do you think our audience would do? You can email us and let us know at butitwasaliens at gmail.com. You can catch us on the Twitter at butitwasaliens. You can see us on Instagram at butitwasaliens_podcast. I've been your lead investigator today, Kevin the Grey. He continues to be Granville Moonwalker. <laughs> Keep looking up, but also down and perhaps behind you, but also to the front. And if in doubt, hashtag probe. Peace. Show. Wah, wah, wah. 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 Wah